0: Welcome to the Project Life podcast. I am Mike Watts and on this podcast, we're going to explore being a dad and operating the world in that role. Also the other role of just being a dude, being a man in this world. And then lastly, it's about running a business with my wife. So the ins and outs of how we make that happen, advice and things that I've learned over my lifetime and things that actually work to grow our business. So enjoy this episode of Project Life with Mike Watts and have a great rest of the day.
1: Hey Mike, my name is Nate Welch and I live down in Florida. I uh, love your podcast, love what you do, love how you think, all that stuff. Uh, I actually messaged you messaged you uh, a few weeks ago now on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Uh Nate Welch is my name once again. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I just had a question actually about social media and Instagram and all that stuff. How do you uh, manage to balance uh, using that and staying up to date with that and how uh, not having it interfere with your work load or even your family time. Um, Because right now we're in a business, um, which I'm in my truck right now. It's cleaning trash bins. It's not an online business at all, but we're trying to uh, adapt it to, uh, you know, my wife, rather. She's going through B-School right now. She bought it a couple years ago, right before we found out we were pregnant, never went through it, and uh, now is going to try to adapt it to uh, our business now. But anyways... um, yeah, so I'm just curious about that. Uh I kind of have dreams and aspirations after we get this binsby clean really rolling and ramping uh to kind of free us up. I would love to be in the fly fishing industry and kind of that's kind of what my uh double hauling uh, p- uh page or uh handle if you will is kind of wrapped around is just my my passion for uh food and fishing and life and just being outdoors and all that stuff. <clears throat> but anyways, um um, yeah, basically my question once again is just how do you balance that usage of Instagram or whatever else, um, and your workload and, um, just living, uh, all that stuff. Like I said, once again, uh, I think you're awesome. Uh, you've been a great mentor for me and, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, you can answer my question on your podcast. Thanks Mike. Bye.
0: Welcome everybody. That's, uh, back to project life with Mike Watson. Nate, thanks so much for requ- or submitting your question. For those of you who also would like to submit a question, you can head over to MikeJWatts.com forward slash podcast, and you can either do it on your phone or just do it on your computer. And you can just uh, leave a voice memo there. There's a little thing on the bottom right-hand corner that says, send a voice memo. So just to answer your question, I appreciate that. And for your question about how to navigate kind of the social media aspect as you're building a business, family, et cetera. So number one is, I, you know, the truth is, like, I don't have a hand. I don't have, I don't have a handle on this, you know, I'm trying to do the best I can. Uh I've been very I've been consistent, I've been inconsistent uh to go about doing it. But the one thing that I've always been and then I've noticed platforms, what do I like using? What do I not like using? I'm noticing like just track traction. I'm always open to starting new things and trying because like I follow people like Gary Vaynerchuk, where he's constantly posting, but he also has a team of 15 people that are only working on the Gary Vaynerchuk brand. Right. So that's very unrealistic for myself as well as many people here. He's running a hundred and fifty million dollar company Vayner Media and Vayner X, but then he also has 15 people dedicated 100% to the Gary Vaynerchuk brand himself. So in my life, I don't have 15 people dedicated to Mike Watts. That would be amazing. I mean, I would like, that would be awesome. Who wouldn't want 15 people dedicated to themselves? But so I have to keep it realistic for myself. And what is something that's doable for me? So the one thing with you that I just happened to check out your Instagram, I know your handle is double Holland, which is about fly fishing because your passion based off the question, do you want to do something in the five fly fishing? But the link in your profile is a and your photos are mo- mostly about fishing, but then your link is goes to Binsby Binsby Clean. So which I understand you're trying to build that business, but then you kind of got like a side hustle happening here with your fly fishing desire. Well, First off, that wasn't really your question and going that direction, but I'm gonna answer it anyway. The cause that's what I found interesting is that if you wanna if you wanna really wanna do something within the I almost would say to start two handles, and I usually wouldn't say this at all because it's part of your life. But if you wanted to really find, like start building your business within the fly fishing, which is probably not going to happen for a little bit just because you started this new business, is have double hauling be separate from Binsby be Clean because they're two really different businesses, right? So for me, I put everything under one because I'm Mike Watts and everything that happens in my life just goes underneath my lifestyle type of a thing. Or just change your handle back basically back to your name and you kind of share all of your passions all the way in it. So that's a, that's like one strategy you can take to it to really feel what good, goods for you good, is good for you. Um, but I'm not sure my only thing would be like for bins be clean. My guess is your customers are probably not looking on Instagram to f- get their trash cans cleaned. Right. That to me is like an endless amount of. Uh, customers because everybody has trash cans and it's a business that nobody nobody wants to clean the trash can so you have a business doing that is phenomenal so being able to do that which is awesome so you could probably do other local and plus it's a localized thing so there's probably deals you could make with local areas or restaurants or apartment complexes or something along those lines where you could probably make something work uh, in that area but to get back how i go about maximizing my time when it comes to social platforms i don't have it figured out truthfully i'm trying to do the best i can and so what i end up doing is i do waste a lot of time on instagram i find myself scrolling endlessly and reading everybody's posts and liking things all the time yeah it happens every single day but the one thing is when i'm hanging out with penelope for the most part, I'm hanging out with Penelope. Like if for those of you who follow me on Instagram, there is like a lot of there's a bunch of videos of Penelope and I. But it's like might be like they're 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds at a time. And we're kind of just doing something goofy, and I just bring her on and we do something goofy together. But for with like chilling with or I'm reading a book or we're reading together or we're playing or I'm like in the kitchen doing those type of things. My it's I've never been like I would say super uber consistent to say like three posts a day and three. And the reality is like I would like to be a little bit more consistent about it. But at this moment, I'm trying to do the best I can. And then I pay attention to the platforms that I really like instead of trying to be everywhere on everything. Like I have a Twitter handle. I like reading the kind of the news and what's going on in there. There's not like a tremendous of activity that I do on there. I have a Facebook page. There's not tremendous amounts of activity. The majority of stuff I'm doing is on Instagram at this moment in time and then recording podcasts. So I keep it to the platforms that I really enjoy. And then I'm always open to dabbling to kind of see what's next because there will always be something that's going to be the next tight item. I had a Snapchat account and I canceled it and then I re-signed up for Snapchat. I've done zero diddly squat on it. And so I'm going to cancel it again because there's, there's, I'll just keep my handle there in case I ever decide to do something crazy, but basically then it has my name and it's reserved, but I'm not going to go back. Like, I just don't have a, I don't have the bandwidth really, because what I start noticing is that the social media suck is real. As we all know that the triggers, the way it programs our brain, it makes us dumber, like the whole shebang. But with Facebook is that I'm trying to keep it a lot of just pretty, what I'm noticing myself these days is I will post something, I'll share it, and then I'll just, I'll hit my notifications, do a brief browse there to see if anybody commented on anything. And then I'll interact inside of our groups. And I'm trying to get a lot better at interacting inside of our groups that we have on Facebook, because that is something that I've not been great at. And it's also because I don't want to spend too much time on Facebook, right? So now I'm just getting better at interacting with my groups. But for my social strategy, all I've been doing in the last year, and it's been slowly growing, like, honestly, like, Instagram followers I'll just take Instagram for instance I just take 30 hashtags so I find out what hashtags are relevant to my business and so you can do this there's a there's an app called Smart Hash that Kate uses I actually I just found out about it a couple days ago I haven't started to use it yet but she uses utilizes this to generate hashtags for her so when I post something like I have uh dads of Instagram and I have like Kate Northrup if we're in the middle of promotion like for b-school I would change it to b-school hashtags and Marie Forleo stuff like that and then so that way I post the picture I post my description of what the picture is and then in the first comment of it I'll post my hashtags. And so over time, your people are searching hashtags on Instagram to go about um, they're following you, you know, and they're finding you. So I have a constant stream of followers that come in and I have people that unfollow me on a daily basis. I really don't pay that much attention too much to the numbers. Besides, I just like to post things that are exciting to me. And the one things that I find are very relevant when you're when you're doing your IG stuff is post a little bit of story, a little bit more description instead of just like new podcast released or something is I give a little bit more dialogue to what is the significance around that. This does not happen every single time. Um, Like, for instance, the other day I posted the picture. I reposted a picture that Kate posted about her and Penelope in the bathtub. And Penelope was like kind of talking to her belly, communicating with the second baby. And I just like, and I know like a post like that's just going to blow up because it's people love it. It's, it's love. It's like connection there. So it's basically something I just repost and I put my three hearts because they're like my, they're, they're my loves. Right. And so I don't need to add context to that because that's very clear. So whenever I'm posting things, I try to allow the picture to speak for itself but like, for instance, if I'm reposting something about like Project Life with Mike Watts, I'll give a little context about why someone might find it interesting, you know, or, or a takeaway or a learning from that. So this is just a constant, stru- you know, it's a constant thing that you have to find out in your own life of what's going to work from a social perspective for you. And I love Instagram storying. Like I just love it. And then today I dabble in things. Like I posted this picture on the Facebook stories because now you can share a story on Facebook just to see, I posted the weird filter to see what kind of reaction, how many people watched it just to see what the audience level is like on there. That's going to watch a, watch a thing. And it ended up like 30 people. I was like, okay, this is cool. Maybe I should do a little bit more on Facebook story. So it's always kind of dabbling back and forth with the two platforms. And then I want to get back into producing videos for YouTube. So it's just, it's this constant, um, testing ground is the way I like to look at it. I don't let it overwhelm me. Um, sometimes I just don't feel like posting. So I don't, and I know regarding on what happens on social platforms does not determine the scale of my business. It does not determine where I'm going to go in the world. I look at it as an audience or a, a vehicle to put things in the world that people might resonate with and they might, um, find it interesting. And if all these platforms go away, so be it, they go away. But the biggest balance that I, or not even a balance, it's just like technology at this stage of the game in 2018 will be a part of our life the rest of our lives, right? The rest of our existence on this planet is going to be a use of some form of technology, at least in my lifetime, right? And it has been for decades and decades to come because it was like, even the, even the, um, like Henry Ford invented the the thing that I can't remember what it's called, the assembly line, that's a form of technology a long time ago, right? He he invented that a long time ago. So that was a very complicated piece of technology that he invented in the, in the lines and the machines that was used to move the assembly line along. Like it's always like the wheel that was invented is a piece of technology, just where we are today, apps, social platforms, all of that stuff. Um, it's going to be a part of our life. So, it's how can we grasp and handle that on our day to day lives? Because that's how, for myself, it's like I want to spend time with my family. Like, why am I even doing all of this stuff? Like, why am I even running a business, doing all this stuff? It was to create something that I could allow me to chill with my family, right? And so, yes, because Kate and I are public, like, we put our lives on the internet to some degree and it's in a public form. Um, but it never affects, it'll never become, here's a great example. I just listened to this guy on a podcast recently. His name's Jason, uh, Jesse well, Wells, well, uh, he's a YouTuber and he has a channel just called Jesse and he actually launched a web a day. He did daily vlogging for six years with his, his girlfriend, fiance. They might've been married. I'm not sure. They're not together anymore. I don't think they ever got married, but they were his girlfriend and they did it for six years. And he almost, and what he said was, it was kind of the downfall of their relationship actually was the daily vlogging deal because he said the the internet started to dictate our relationship. And because of what we were doing online and the audience and who was watching these this stuff started to dictate what they were doing on a daily basis um, and kind of how it started to, it started to, corrupt basically corrupt and it wasn't anybody doing anything evil to them but it was how it changes your mindset of why you started to do things like this and this is what social platforms can end up doing which is or harmful but it started to manipulate their marriage to a certain degree and it became views and like parents do this with their children well they'll put they know their kids are going to generate more likes in a situation so they manipulate the situation which I never take that in consideration with Penelope Anytime like we're doing something together, most I try to make sure that we're in it or the stories in it, but I'm not doing it just for likes. I'm doing it to share a story about being a dad, right? Not a manipulation standpoint of putting my daughter on the internet in a form that will generate money for our business. Like that is not what I'm going to end up doing. And there might be a time that Kate and I decide just we're not going to put our Penelope on the internet anymore, right? Because as she gets older and et cetera, and we talk about this on a regular basis, but the biggest thing when it comes to these tech world stuff and Instagram, et cetera, um, if it's affecting our marriage in any way, we talk about it. Like if Kate happens to spend too much time on her phone or I happen to be on my phone too much or whatever that may be, if we feel like it's affecting our marriage, we talk about it and we stop it. We change it. We do not let it become a problem. Like we don't have phones in beds. Like we just don't keep them in our bedroom. They're actually kept in our kitchen. Even if somebody was like, Oh, I have a small apartment. It's just, who cares? Even if you have a studio, it doesn't matter. Like it's just not on the bed table. It's not in the bedroom. The only time that it ends up in our bedroom, because we don't have clocks in our bedroom is if we are getting on an airplane and I put the phone on the other side of the room as loud as I possibly can, the volume. So I'll hear the alarm when it goes off. And then I have to get my butt out of bed. And go turn the phone off. Like if we're going to have to go get on an airplane, that's the only time the phone ends up in the room. Um, and so that is the, but it's always on airplane mode, even when it's in our, when it's in the bedroom, it's on airplane mode. So even if there's calls, notifications, all that stuff, we don't hear it. So it never becomes between us. Now, some strategies for IG, one that I'll actually just share with you that, I mean, Vaynerchuk is the one that taught me how to do this. So you can take it how you, with you want Basically, you just search in the search box on Instagram and you search for kind of what like if you're fly fishing, right? You search for what hashtags pop at the top, right? And you go in there and then you just comment on people's photos and you just like if you find something interesting and that way you're starting interacting. So you want to start when it comes to these social platforms, because we all try to join all of them, but we don't master any of them is I would really focus on spending time to learn how to master each of the social platforms that you really like. Uh truthfully, I have not mastered any of them. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I have. So with one t- technique you could do, though, so let's say you're looking for fly fishing um, in Florida or something, right? And so you just happen to click on it, you go in the search box and you type it in and you see what comes up and you'll see like four or five hashtags that come at the top. And then you just can click on those every single day and you go see if there's new pictures that people are posting. And you go comment on and be like, yo, you're in Orlando. I love fly fishing off Orlando. This is what I found super valuable. What did you catch? You know, and you start this daily interaction with people. And then I would also say, because of your Instagram handle is to look at the, God, every time I answer one of these questions, I just, it's like goes on and on and on. I just keep talking, but it's like all ideas are popping in my head. I I don't know. I think I have to put a limit on myself for the amount of answer I can give back. So hopefully you guys find value out of this. But the, um, it's where you are. If you want to have a double Holland where it's a fly fishing is put together some sort of offer or an interest or a place that people can follow you at to learn more about what your passion is with fly fishing. Because if you have binsbeclean.com, So it's bins, be clean. For those of you listening, if you want to check it out, his website, um, if you have that as your main like kind of that's your hustle that's your main day hustle and then you got a side hustle which would be the your fly fishing and that's what you're really passionate about is basically just start creating everything around your Instagram handle around fly fishing and you want to become like the expert in your area where you live as the fly fisherman, right? And so if that's what you're really passionate about, and then you could put like a just a super basic thing together, maybe it's YouTube videos, maybe it's a just a super quick offer about how somebody could be, become a better fly fisher, whatever however your ideas generating to turn that aspect of your passion into a business, right? And then you could start thinking about that. Now, building two businesses at the same time is really challenging, but it's something you could look at for a long-term strategy like if Your day job, your day business is what you really, that's what you're doing to make the cash flow right now. So you keep plunking away at that. And then you could have this other fly fishing job that maybe, or the fly fishing business could eventually surpass that over time. So these are just strategies that you can be able to go about doing that. But the really easy strategy is go on Instagram and not just scroll and look at pictures. Actually, start interacting with your, your the people you're following. Start leaving comments that are of value. Start sending them direct messages of pieces of value that you can that you can add to their lives that you think might be beneficial for them. Some of them are going to get back to you, and some of them won't, and that's completely fine. You know, you just got to go with the flow. But if your goal When you go on a social platform, the bottom line is is to provide value. It's not from a consumption standpoint. These social platforms want you to consume all of their content. I mean, the internet is set up that way for, for consumption purposes. I use the internet as a, I play offense on it we are doing things, we're putting, I think, quality content in the world and hopefully somebody consumes that and hopefully that affects someone's life in a positive manner because I feel like we need more positivity for what's going out into the universe right now than all the crap that you see coming from the White House all the time, right? And so, and even the political arena all across this United States, like you see all these kids, I'm recording this on the day, the kids are marching and standing up for what they believe in and I feel like it's, Oh, it just gets me excited, right? It's like these kids are like 15, 16, 13, 17, 18 years old and having courage to stand up for what they truly believe in to go out into the world, regardless of the ridicule, the criticism, what they're going to, the feedback they're going to get out. So it's the same thing when I look at social platforms, it's about me adding value to somebody else's life as much as I possibly can, right? And so of course I consume, of course I scroll, of course I go in the natural human habit that's there. But I'm also trying to learn something as there. If I notice that I'm binge checking, if I happen to be binge checking Facebook and Instagram and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and just spending like five ten minutes, I, st- I was like, I gotta step away from this thing. Put the phone down. I walk away. Go get some food. Um, walk outside. Go for a walk. You know, read a book or something. Do something that's a little bit more educational for myself because there is time where you're just wasting time and. So from that purpose, and sometimes I just want to stay off and the weekends are pretty clean for the most part, um, from work, et cetera. I don't know how this will change once the second baby comes, but what's happening, but yeah, a lot of it is, um, just, we keep our weekends for family time, you know, and really separate that. And sometimes I got to work on the family and usually that's happening around Penelope's nap time. So when she goes down, Kate and I might work for a few hours. Uh, and then when Penelope wakes back up, we can operate back in family life you know, cause we're, you know, we're running a business. So it's, it's whatever we have to do as the owners of the company. But yeah, that's pretty much how I handle it. Nate, hopefully that answers your question. That was, whew, that was a rant. Um, anyway, until next time, guys, I just feel like all of a sudden projects I was Mike watched every episode just got super long. I don't know. Hopefully it's enjoying it. If it's too long for you, drop me a message. I'll see if I can shorten it up. Um, But we're we're, we're just grooving and moving here. I don't know. I feel excited about it and I'm going with it. I love your questions. Please keep them coming in and I can't wait to help you and I'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. What's up, people? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. One last thing before we close it out and let you get back to your day. I've put together a free giveaway, actually, on MikeJWatts.com. You can go check it out now, but it's download my free... Three tools to make your business life easier starting now. And I gave away three simple tips and things that we use in our business that hands down make our life easier, that allows for scale, It allows for solid operating structures so we can scale to the next level of revenue. So you can get that free giveaway. It's a PDF download. You just type it in. Plus you'll also be on my weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday. And I really love it because it's three to four things that I really found valuable in the week and that hopefully you enjoy as well. So you can get all that downloaded over at mikejwatts.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Project Life. Cheers.